The Sporting Edge on Tip FM. Funded by Commission Naman, Sound and Vision Round 50. Tip FM, building resilient communities in County Tipperary. So joining me now to uh, reflect on the year gone by and look ahead to the year ahead is uh, Tipperary's uh, Orla O'Dwyer. Orla, thanks a million for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. It's great to have you on, Orla. You've had, a, I suppose, congratulations are in order as well um, uh, for yourself. Became the second uh, AFLW grand title for yourself with the Brisbane Lions. You were also awarded the uh, the Tip FM Sports Star of the Month for December. So uh, that's uh, maybe just a, a little bit smaller of an honour. But uh, yeah, it's your second title down in Brisbane. Just how was the, the season gone by and uh, how, how was it for you getting that second title? Yeah, it was a fantastic season. Um, really memorable um, I think especially after losing the grand final in 2022 last year and to get back there this year and to get over the line and win it was um, just phenomenal. We lost a few players um, due to different teams and expansion the year before. So the, we were kind of written off from the start and underdogs, um, which actually suits us well. But yeah, no, it's such a great day. Um, great season and a lot of celebrations done after but yeah I think it makes us more hungry now coming into this next year as well Yeah and just looking at it from the outside you look like a team that is very kind of close together there's a good bond there with a lot of the players who've who've been there the last kind of couple of years you've been there since was it 2020 now at this stage Yeah so it was my um, fifth, fourth or fifth season this year um, and yeah it's like it's been ma- mainly the same core group which I think is a huge advantage when it comes to these games Um kind of not as it's kind of a bit different with regards to GA whereas you're playing once you start the season you're playing every week so 10 weeks of games and then four weeks of finals so it's pretty intense and there's a lot of training and meeting up with everyone on the team so um we do really like that we all get on really well I live with a couple of teammates as well and we'd also joke that on our days off we end up meeting up with each other for coffee or go to the beach or whatever it is so I think having that bond and just knowing that everyone's out there to support each other is definitely an advantage and um, we could see that through the final stages of um, the campaign. Yeah, and like I've a lot that I, I want to, to ask you about the, the whole lifestyle and things like that of living down there and, and being a, a professional athlete. So, like it's it's probably since you've gone down there the whole thing has kind of gone up a few levels in terms of players are, are getting paid more there's better conditions it's becoming a bigger kind of sport down in Australia by all accounts um have you noticed that change from when you first went down there to what it's like now is it a kind of a, a bigger thing now yeah definitely like um this year was only the eighth season of the whole AFLW competition so it is very new compared to the AFL men's um which started back in 1900s, whatever it was. So um, it's pretty relatively new comp. And I think that's really to be part of that in the last couple of years, seeing the exponential growth that it has. Like we had in 2022 was probably the biggest year in the AFLW as they announced the CBA, the bargaining agreement announced a 94% salary increase across the board. We had 18 teams in the comp, like the men's. Um, there's just been additional resources and more training hours and and just a lot more that makes it more like a professional sport which I think um, is a huge advantage to us players and you can spend this extra time whether it's discussing with line coaches or seeing nutritionists or dietitianists or a big thing this year sports psychologists which we had in so having all these extra resources has definitely um, helped the game and I think this year as well 2023 on top of that 94% increase there has been a 23% increase and extra games as well so we had 10 games 
and four weeks of finals this year, whereas next year it goes to 11 games and then four weeks finals and 12, 13 as the years develop. So they have a new kind of four year plan um, and it's it's really great, especially for younger players coming in. And a big thing that each club has started doing now is they have an underage academy where they bring in players from 16, 17, 18 year olds and they kind of train them. They have been at a couple of our sessions and they get used to that professional lifestyle, whether it's the gym or if it's our training with us or coming along to games and just really buying into the whole experience. But yeah, no, it's definitely one that I love being part of. And um, it's one that I, I think I thrive in as well. And um, just, yeah, being a professional athlete has been, um, it's been great. Yeah. And is this, this is, so this is full time, like there's no... I, I can't remember was I talking was it to yourself or Ashley McCarthy a couple of years ago there was a bit of part time work going on while training but is it is it full time now at the minute um, definitely I, I think it just depends on the individual herself um, like a lot of girls on our team sorry <clears throat> are still working away um, more part time we have a couple doing full time um, we have a few physios teacher some are working in the academies with as SNC coaches or coaches themselves Um so it kind of just depends on what the person wants. Like I know in my house, a lot of us, we don't work and um, we kind of fill our days doing other things, whether it's recovery or if it's meeting line coaches or little things like that. Whereas I know other clubs, especially in Melbourne, a lot of them do work. So I think it just depends on what the team is and, and what, what your living arrangements is or, or what, what you want to do as well. So I wouldn't say it's fully full time yet. There's definitely a lot of people who are still working, but um, I'm lucky enough that, I'm in the position that um, I chose not to work and I'm, I'm studying away as well. So it's kind of good having the balance between those two. Okay, yeah. So you you have, uh, is it a, um, your degree is from UL, you're doing, are you kind of furthering that at the minute, is it? Um, well, I was doing that here in Ireland and I kind of took, um, I deferred it for two years and didn't go back doing it. And I'm actually over in Australia now doing an online course with Griffith University doing um business degree majoring in sports management so I'm only doing a part-time especially as the season gets um busier and and our pre-season's pretty hectic as well so mm. it's nice just having something on the side to do and I know a lot of a lot of the girls are studying as well so it's good um just just having something else I suppose yeah yeah and um you kind of mentioned their recovery and uh, kind of taken up a lot of your time and just from seeing on, on social media that seems to be a, a big part of of your team anyway and recovery and um that's probably an, another element that has come in from the professionalism of everything and, and the time that you have maybe to to do these things but um what's kind of your main recovery um sessions that you do and uh, how beneficial are they um yeah it's obviously a huge part of it especially as i said playing every week you kind of bodies get sore towards middle of the season so it's important to keep on top of it and um our club Brisbane Lions just has a new facility opened up in 2022 so before we used to um drive to different areas for our gym and our and our um, main training session and recovery now whereas now we're all under the kind of one umbrella with the men's AFL as well and we're in this one big massive kind of um, um, BHA and Brighton's home arena and all our recovery stuff is there and all our gym and all the field sessions there as well so there's ice baths there's saunas there's um, Norma texts people put on their legs and I think a big part of our group is a lot of us do like reformer pilates as well Um, and it's just kind of taken off the boxes that way uh, along with your nutrition sleep and um it's just well executed across the whole club and there's definitely a lot of um, 
I've, I felt this year anyway, since being in that facility, that there's a lot more people taking on board the recovery and, and really focusing on it. Yeah, and, and like the lifestyle down in Australia, of course, nice weather, things like that. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people um, probably for our age that are down in Australia at the moment and uh, moving down there. So it probably makes maybe just living down there a little bit easier because there's so many people down there. But there's more and more. Uh, Irish um, AFLW players going down there. We saw three from Tipperary go down uh, for the last season, Ashley Maloney and Eve Martin and Anna Rose Kennedy. Did uh, any of those girls get in contact uh, with yourself maybe before going down or f- looking for advice uh, um, before before they made the, the big move to, to the other side of the world, essentially? <laughs> um, yeah, um, I kind of had a, um, a rough idea of the, gir- of the tip girls that were going as well. So, um, was talking to like the likes of Ash Maloney and um, a couple of those too because I've played football with with all of them actually mm. so um, yeah it's great to see and I think um, they obviously got on really well Geelong down there with Anna Rose as well and Ashton got to prelim final and Neve Martin as well played against her in the grand final so um, yeah it's definitely becoming a lot bigger and I think across the whole competition there's a lot more Irish girls interested and there's nearly one on every team at the moment so it's always nice after games going up and having a quick chat with them um in that regard and a big help for me this year was having um Jennifer Dunn from Dublin come and join the Irish I'm joined Brisbane Lions as well so I was living with her and just to have that kind of Irish person as well there I know a lot of Irish people don't usually go to Brisbane they more head towards the Melbourne Sydney's and, and Perth area so it was nice in that regard to have um another Irish person there and just kind of felt like a home away from home away as well so mm. yeah no it's it's great and I think there'll be a lot more Irish um in the next coming seasons come over too yeah it's probably nice to have that uh, another Irish person which uh, um kind of reminding of home but talking of home and uh you know sports has obviously been a big part of your whole life with, with yeah. being camogie and uh ladies football with <coughs> tip do, do you miss those sports would you see yourself coming back to them uh down the line or or where are you with kind of ladies football and camogie yeah, definitely. I think every time I come back around Christmas time, um, within the first two days, I'm I'm getting out the hurley and I'm plucking. And the same with wanting to go see if my brothers, um, if they have any matches on or anything, or just go out and see some some sort of training. Um, it's a huge part of I suppose what I've been doing for years, and um, it's something that I still take privilege in and proud of as well. Even if I'm having to watch my brothers play a challenge match or whatever it is, it's something that I just love scene and even a couple of um the Aussie girls came over last um Christmas and one came over as well this Christmas as well and just bringing them to um I suppose show what I've been brought up to like um hurling matches and daily football matches it just makes me really proud um to be Irish and to show them that and I think with myself I think I'll always have that as well and um I think in a couple of years definitely down the line I'd love to go back and play with with hip um camogie football if that, if that does line up with me but i think at the moment um with having such an intense schedule over in australia and wanting to commit fully to um that pre-season and season i think it's just um hard to to do the both while you're here mm. so i know at, at some stages in the past couple of years i came over here and played for a bit but then kind of left early which i don't want to do again so i think i was going to stay away from it and kind of be more of a fan this year and just see what 
happens and head back to Australia um, a couple of months before pre-season and just get right, set right back into that but no it's great and I think I even had my mum during the year send over some Hurleys and Slishers over and we brought them around um, over in Australia just just to feel a sense of home as well and I've watched a lot of the games too so I think that's always a huge part of my journey and then something I'm definitely still proud of. Yeah no that's completely understandable as well being being a, a professional athlete so far away as well it, it's nigh on impossible to even attempt balance the two but um looking ahead now to, to the year or to the year coming um in 2024 you're on a bit of a off season at the minute you're back home here in Tipperary at the moment uh what's the kind of outlook for the year how does the kind of year plan out um in terms of when are you back when are you going to be back playing again and, and how do you kind of plan for for the year ahead yeah, well, I'm actually yeah enjoying break back home, and I think it's kind of um, a good refresher as well. When I go back to Australia, having spent a couple of months at home, um, I have a sister living in Dubai, so me and my mum are going over there at the end of the month, and I think I'll probably head back around um, end of February time, depending, and we'll probably start our kind of pre pre season around March, and pre season officially starts in May, which goes on for around thirteen or fourteen weeks, and then the season starts the end of August, and once you start then it goes right up until finals which is in the start of December so um, I think that was important to take that rest refresh like a lot of girls go traveling and go abroad some go back home to where they're from some I suppose have injuries I need to get on top of that so it's kind of like everyone doing their own thing at the moment and just doing what they need to do to feel refreshed um, when we do get back so yeah it's pretty hectic um, towards the middle of this towards the middle of the year to the end of the year um, it's probably our busiest time but um, yeah I'm just enjoying being back meeting up with family friends and um, a few trips planned as well so that would be nice to do in the coming um, months yeah well we wish you all the very best of luck in uh, 2024 uh, everyone here in Tipperary of course I'm, I'm sure you're aware is uh, all, all behind you and uh, <laughs> wishing you the best in 2024 as well so thanks a million Orlo Dwyer for joining us here in Across the Line perfect and thanks so much for having me again the Sporting Edge on Tip FM. Funded by Commission Naman. Sound and Vision Round 50. Tip FM. Building resilient communities in County Tipperary.